Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Do Something Nice. How is your day? The way I see it is that you're here, able to listen to another episode, and that means you're breathing and have the opportunity to make today yet another good day. Even if things are getting tough, you have the chance to see to it that the day is a good one. I wake up myself each day and can tell if I'm going to have a good day. And it's based on if I actually believe that today is going to be a good day. Okay, let's get real though. For me, my day can't start off until I've had some coffee, but I can still wake up, yawn, stretch, and say good morning to myself. I look in the mirror and tell myself I'm important. I'm smart, and I'm going to have a good day today. You can do that too. I challenge you, in fact, to do that every single morning yourself. Look in the mirror. Tell yourself that you are amazing, you're smart, you're important, and that you're going to have a good day today. Because for me, if I don't take that opportunity, then yes, I have noticed that my days usually end up feeling rather crummy and By the end of it all, I hope that tomorrow will be a better day. By then, the day is over, though, and I have squandered my chance to make the day a good day. Sometimes, though, I will admit, bigger things happen and you have no control over what is going on, especially during pandemics or natural disasters. Now, when those things happen, yes, you don't have a way to control those events. You can't change any of that but there are things in your life that you can control. And those things that you can control might be just if you're going to take an opportunity to make something better. One example was back in August of this year, when the state of Iowa was hit by a massive derecho with winds as fast as 140 miles per hour. The devastating effect of the disaster was an estimated loss of around $7.5 billion. The unusual storm left homes in 27 counties and 850,000 acres of crop in a state of disaster. In fact, government agencies and utility companies were also at the receiving end of the unusual storm. And so the governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds, said there were many challenges regarding destruction between both cities and farms, including also forests. There were issues with not enough shelter, food, or power. More than a half million people were without electricity in the immediate aftermath of the storm. Just in case you were wondering, though, what a derecho is, since I mentioned it, it's actually a widespread, long-lived windstorm that is often associated with a band of rapidly moving showers or thunderstorms. But I digress. Just like every disaster recorded in history, the people are left with picking up the pieces. 
The aftermath of the derecho disaster wasn't any different for the people of Iowa. However, one kid has stepped up above the ruins, creating something out of the debris left by the derecho. 12-year-old Tommy Romberg, located in Mount Vernon, has been selling baseball bats he made from wooden debris while donating the proceeds to charity. Having utilized how lucky he was not to be affected by the derecho windstorm, Tommy felt he needed to do something about the situation for those who were. While his family got away without any damage, Tommy saw a lot of people homeless and with their homes destroyed. And so he ended up using his skills, the idea of making baseball bats out of wood down by the derecho storm. This came about after Tommy made a baseball bat by hand for his friend whose birthday was canceled because of the storm. He actually named that bat the Great Derecho. Words about Tommy Romberg's Great Derecho bat traveled quickly, and others wanted to order one. There were literally tons of wood that had been downed by the storm, and the idea hit him, making all of these bats from that wooden debris. Because with how much of the forest got destroyed during the natural disaster, there really was plenty to go around. So, with the help of his family, Tommy purchased a lathe, which is a machine for shaping wood. And since the storm, in his time after school, Tommy has been hard at work making bats. He also set up a website and Facebook page to support the sales of the wooden bats and share his story. He started off using his grandfather's tools, but has since been gifted with some new tools, compliments of Woodstock International, after they heard about his endeavors. As of the end of October, two months and a couple of blisters later, Tommy has made over 100 bats and donated more than $2,500 to the Greater Cedar Rapid Foundation Disaster Relief Fund to help storm victims rebuild. And when asked about how he feels about everything he's done so far, the youngster acknowledged that he felt like it's really helping people. Tommy's creativity, selflessness, and proactivity are a great example of using your gifts to help others in a time of need and taking the opportunity to make a difference using his skills. Author Tony Robbins said once that life is a gift and it offers us the privilege, opportunity, and responsibility to give something back by becoming more. And for Tommy, he was able to turn lemons into lemonade. He saw an opportunity to do something, which he did, but he took it a step further by using this opportunity to help raise money for those in need. So I ask you, given this amazing example, do you look for the opportunity to either make your day better or help others? Because there is a chance for you to do so. You have that opportunity, and it could be simple. As simple as applying the skills you possess and finding a way to share it with others. Maybe in turn helping others have a good day. So what have you done? Or what has someone done for you to brighten your day? How have you made an impact? What did that one person in your life do to bring a smile to your day or remind you that you can have a good day? I'd love to hear about it, and I'd love for you to reach out and share with me your story. 
All you have to do is send me an email to mailbag at dosomethingnice.net or leave me a comment on the dosomethingnice.net website. I'm eagerly waiting for you. Well, my friend, that's it for this episode, and I certainly hope it either added to your wonderful day or helped make your day better. I would love to hear your feedback and ratings, so if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Instagram at Be A Nice Ninja, or on Twitter at Be A Nice Ninja. You can also find this podcast at DoSomethingNice.net or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. Do Something Nice and the show's music is produced by myself. Special thanks to Adoteo Tawakali too, who wrote the story for this week's episode. The Do Something Nice artwork and logo were originally designed by the talented Braylee Rainey. Also, part of our support comes from listeners such as yourself, and you can help support the show by sharing it with someone in your life, then ask them to subscribe. Or you can order some great Do Something Nice merchandise by going to dosomethingnice.net and clicking on the swag menu at the top of the page to go straight to the Do Something Nice store. And I'll be sure to add the links in the show notes at the Do Something Nice website. But I mentioned Tommy's website earlier, and if you'd like to check it out, you can go to thegreatderecho.com to learn more. If you'd like to learn more about me, you can also visit my site at jeffbonano.com. Finally, I want to say thank you so much for listening in. And remember to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care and stay safe out there. <laughs>